I'm Taylor Marsh, and this is Astral Soul Lightning, a podcast about making meaning through mythology, synchronicity, and the cosmos. I weave threads to ignite the imagination and confirm the importance of widening our view of how life unfolds. Let's hear from one 22-year-old intern working in Hollywood. This is from Puck News, a next-gen platform comprised of hotshot entrepreneurial journalists sick of old media's ways. Quote, What Generation Z and probably Alpha has gone through is unique. We just went through a pandemic. We grew up with social media. Unlike other generations, we've had a lonely culture growing up. If anything, we want to go to movie theaters and have a shared experience. But the types of stories that are being presented can be somewhat pessimistic. Ugh, this just reminds me of all the bullshit I'm going through, rather than giving us hope, end quote. To review, Alpha Generation was born between 2010 and 2025. Gen Gen Z was born between 1997 and 2012. Millennials between 1980 and 1996. Gen X, 1965 to 1980. It's obvious, but Washington has the same old guard problem that Hollywood studios have. A couple of good news stories. One is a group of progressive Democrats are on their way to Latin America from the L.A. Times. Quote, New York Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and a group of fellow progressive Democrats are heading to South America later this month on a congressional trip that will also challenge Biden administration policy in the region. In addition to delving into issues surrounding democracy, the organization said delegates will hear from South Americans on environmental protection with a focus with a particular focus on the vast Amazon jungle where Lula has made progress in arresting rampant deforestation, end quote. In synchronicity news on climate change, also from Puck News, credit goes to the Biden-Harris administration on this one, quote, tax credits in the Inflation Reduction Act will encourage the manufacture of wind and solar energy until at least 2043, end quote. And that, was, that came from a big hotshot uh, guy uh, that was interviewed. This is what we're ta- I've been talking about for weeks. This is what Aquarian progress sounds like. You want more proof of Aquarian change? Out of Montana from Politico, quote, a Montana judge on Monday found that the treasure state is violating its residents' right to a clean environment, delivering a major victory to the 16 kids, teens, and young adults behind the first U.S. youth-led climate trial. Judge Kathy Seeley of the First District Court in Montana ruled that state lawmakers flouted Montana's constitutional right to a clean and healthful environment, that's in quotes, when they passed a law barring agencies from considering the climate effect of fossil fuel projects, end quote. 
Aquarian things include technology, energy, advancement, collective breakthroughs, and vibrational uptick for those who are committed to personal and collective evolutionary energy. (laughs) This energy will seem to speed up progress once we hit late November 2024 going forward. But we're in this portal now, regardless of the retrogrades that we will, we will see before November 2024. Of course, this is a theoretical discussion and journey through our headspace, because it doesn't matter if you concentrate on opening your chakras, meditation, or you embrace the theory of love if you refuse to discipline the mind. Train the mind to think, to go beyond what the brain can do. The adventure of self, being a soul inside a body, depends on each of us putting ourselves first. It's like when a stewardess tells passengers to place the oxygen mask over your face before you help a child or anyone else. It's about identifying our emotions Embracing them as real and discovering the reason for how we feel without judgment. The path to joy and health comes through change and evolution. Being a soul in a body is difficult work, but it's the only job that matters. Your brain is a video game. Like the ego, it can be our good friend or it can be our downfall. The mind is where the soul hangs out. The connective tissue is intuition, the fuel of our instincts. Einstein's take on intuition is revealing. He admitted that, quote, a new idea comes suddenly and in a a rather intuitive way. But intuition is nothing but the outcome of earlier intellectual experience, end quote. Having researched this subject for many years, Einstein is not describing intuition as I know the experience. What Einstein seems to be talking about in his explanation seems to line up with the way the computer video game brain functions. Our intellectual and physical experiences are stored in this massive hard drive in our head. All of our learned knowledge is stored in our brain unless we release what's of no use for us as we evolve. If a person decides to dig in his heels or her heels and not change, refuses to evolve, this brain fodder will bombard the senses and become a hamster wheel of behavior that leads to a dead end or worse. Our video game brain functions to keep us busy, way too busy, in fact. So in my experience, earlier intellectual experience, according to Einstein, is separate from intuition because it's part of the brain's video game setup. Enter Gary Zukov. He actually tweeted his thoughts on intuition earlier this summer. The experience of intuition is the voice of the non-physical world, end quote. The non-physical world begins with your mind. It's our conduit to the vast God energy, a portal that opens to a wild ride 
into and through the mysterious. I found the mysterious the instant I could walk. Everything stems from your beginning. I'd bet there isn't a theoretical physicist or scientist who hasn't tapped the mysterious in the visionary quest to understand cosmology. Quoting Einstein or Gary Zukov, a man whom you may not have heard of, still makes an important point. We all see famous people as different from us, as people who have special sauce to their efforts that made them famous. We can't imagine they face depression, failure, fear, or doubt. This is a fatal flaw of the human psyche, believing someone else has something we don't. Our frailty is magnified when we are dissatisfied. Oppenheimer battled depression. He was awkward when young, and his sexual desires were so tied up inside his body because his mind was working so much that he wrote erotic poems to explore what he couldn't experience himself. Einstein never claimed his first daughter. To this day, no one has found a record of her anywhere in history or knows what happened to her. There is a sort of glamour to the tortured artist theme, which includes visionaries like Einstein and Oppenheimer. I've grappled with this tortured artist syndrome, having many dark moments in my creative life, and there's nothing glamorous about the struggle through the years of some success and inevitable failure to become a creative master, especially when so much of a person's creative life is spent not earning money. Part of the road lies in exhilaration and inspiration. The other part lies in telling truths we haven't admitted to anyone, but we put in our authentic creations. The dirty little secret is artists, theoretical physicists, and scientists and other creatives won't finish the journey through to discovery if each of us can't discipline ourselves to recognize the video game brain fodder from the mind portal that takes visionary creative journeys from the mysterious to manifestation. Where our shadow side can creep in and command our attention if we don't master the terrain of the mind, separate from the video game brain. Einstein visualized the theory of relativity, but the precise equation eluded him. Oppenheimer visualized the, the process, but the precise equation took a team to manifest. Einstein couldn't get a job for many, many years. He was never awarded the Nobel Prize for the theory of relativity. Both men were wracked with challenges that brought them low on many occasions, much much of it because they couldn't master their personal life. They both knew they were onto something, but the journey was filled with struggle. What made the difference was purpose. When thoughts pop, pop up when you're chilling with a glass of wine, most of the time it's your brain filling your head so you won't become bored. A negative t tape used to play in my head until I quit listening. 
It's like trying to pick up a pencil. You either pick it up or you don't. Same when training yourself to understand your mind and your thoughts where they originate and discover the stillness and wonder of the mind beyond the video game brain. Our video game brain doesn't like silence or emptiness while the portal of the mind thrives on expansion and visionary excursions. Our computer brain is focused on keeping us busy while making sure our bodily systems hum at all times. We owe it a lot, but our video game brain acts like an out-of-control message machine that's triggered by our inability to fence off familiar information we've experienced, but which exacerbates and exaggerates our emotions. Our video game brain doesn't care about our emotions. We tap into our emotions through our mind where we get permission to feel. Ignore your feelings for a long time and the video game brain will have a party in your head and the discordant feelings will bring you down. Our emotions are the magic carpet ride of our visions which hook into the law of attraction for manifestation. You know, self-help authors and advice gurus talk endlessly about love. Meditation experts talk about the breath and the silence between the moments where answers are provided to questions asked. (laughs) Ministers talk about salvation through Jesus Christ, while today's Christian nationalists talk about how Jesus is quote-unquote weak. Astrologers talk about zodiac signs, planets, and energies that impact our lives because of our birth chart. They are all right, but they miss one critical dynamic element. The mind is where our experiences are mined. A portal through which the mysterious, invisible world is experienced, but only if we have the discipline and tenacity to traverse the landscape of the unknown beyond our video game brain, which is always warning us, and using fear-based hyperbole, because the self hasn't learned to discard what's unproductive. When we become servants to our video game brain, ignoring the mind portal, calamity follows. Here's a CNN headline for you. This August, quote, suicide deaths reached a record high in the U.S. in 2022, provisional data shows. Quote, More than one in five adults describe their own mental health as only fair or poor, including extra-large shares of adults under the age of 30, adults who identified as LGBT, and those with an annual income of less than $40,000. A third of all adults said they felt anxious always or often over the course of the past year, including more than half of LGBT adults and those under 30. About one in five adults said they were often or always depressed or lonely over the past year, too. If we didn't depend on time, our challenges would take as long as needed to get through the maze of life. 
If humans understood that loneliness is the lack of purpose in why you're here, maybe young people would spend their alone moments investigating their vision for their personal future through the portal of their mind. Our lives are more than the days we live. Consider Michelangelo's Sistine Chapel, the works of Shakespeare or Maya Angelou, the life of Mount Nelson Mandela. These giants live on through their works they did in life and the people they still impact today. As a thriller writer and expert on the dark side, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention people who live darkness in leave who leave darkness in their wake instead of inspiration. There's O.J. Simpson. There's Donald J. Trump, another shadow side master. As I was saying about Washington and Hollywood, we can see Dianne Feinstein and another senator, Mitch McConnell, two of the most powerful senators of the last 30 years, who would rather have their significant legacies disgraced than retire and pass the torch to the next generation. Billie Eilish did a tribute to the young actor known for his work in Euphoria, Angus Cloud, during her set at Lollapalooza, which she headlined recently. Part of his family statement read, quote, Angus was open about his battle with mental health, and we hope that his passing can be a reminder to others that they are not alone and should not fight this on their own in silence. I battled crushing manic depression, suicidal ideation, and debilitating migraines for more than three decades. These were the prime performance years of my life. The accomplishments I racked up during these years were impressive by any measure, but I couldn't feel them. Mental health issues are not something anyone should fight, quote, on their own in silence, But that's how so many of us do it. Today, younger generations are terrified of the future and what it holds. One reason is the fear of climate change that could destroy their hope for their lives. There was the pandemic and before that, the 2008 economic upheaval. When I was young, nuclear annihilation was ever-present reality from the time I was in grade school. During the late Vietnam era, when the draft was sending young men I knew to die in a failed military action, several young men in my high school committed suicide. One young man kidnapped his girlfriend and refused to let her go after being drafted. The architecture of American society, the institutions, the collapse of Judeo-Christian religion into Christian nationalism has betrayed the message of Jesus and has drastically changed our thought process on faith, family, work, and life. Look what the churches and the sex abuse scandals have done to the mooring of our faith. The 21st century is a whole new world, especially for white males, religious men and women, who don't believe in equality and autonomy and authenticity. Racial justice is long overdue, yet white conservative America is freaked over their place in the loss of traditional American 
which kept people of color, LGBTQ, and non-traditional views out of the conversation. 2,000 years of religious dogma has betrayed the revolutionary who inspired Christianity and Christian nationalism has turned Jesus Christ's words into a battle cry against democracy. These types of facts swirl in the human video game brain of every Gen Z, Alpha Gen, Millennials too, and across the world where humans of all shapes, ethnicities, religions are faced with destruction of the planet, their way of life, and the survival of humanity itself. Our mind is where we can go to escape. Unless your untended video brain... Video game brain assaults you when you pause to rest. Take a deep breath to open your heart chakra is excellent advice. Unless you can't stop your brain from the assault of all the negative stories we tell ourselves. Will it ever stop, you ask? But still, the video game brain fills your thoughts and intellectual fodder from the past experience that tweak your emotions and send you off course. Inside the negative pattern, there's no escape. Then the cycle repeats. The spire takes us lower. How does someone keep going? Your existence has one main purpose. Find out why you're here. Your purpose in the present moment is the most important discovery of your life. Marriage and families often fall apart after the children are raised and out of the house. Why? Because the purpose of marriage is not just children. The purpose of a marriage is a creative arc of two lives joined together, which can include children, but can't be only about that. Individuals have purpose beyond family. The purpose of each adult in a relationship matters to the whole. In the 21st century, a woman's life is more than the sum of her children, home, husband, and his bank account. In the 21st century, a man's life has been turned upside down from what it used to mean 2,000 years, but that means he has more freedom, but he can't feel it. We are souls living in a body, and it takes a lifetime to understand what this means. Our soul is limitless limitless. Our bodies are frail and finite. Love is forever. Our relationships are too, unless we finish what we were meant to do with each other. This holds true for family. Not all relationships are meant to sustain a lifetime. When we lose someone, the loss is meant to set us free in some way, but yet today many people can't survive loss. All loss is about the person or people left behind. The young man who Billie Eilish mentioned had taken the recent death of his father from cancer very hard, according to his family. After a human loss, the faster we turn to gratefulness for having the person pass through our life, the more powerful the vibration which can lift us back up will be. When we tie ourselves to another human being so tightly that we lose ourselves, destruction is certain. We aren't meant to go through life without our own separate kingdom from the people who raise us, love us, and eventually leave us. 
how we treat what's left our life and what our reaction is to loss is the most difficult and important process in life and evolution. The mind is a portal to the non-physical world with your brain left behind to keep your body humming. The mind needs your attention. It is the heart of your soul, which can't function without nurturing training and a healthy, functioning body. It takes discipline, physical maintenance, and a hearty sense of play that takes a human out of the video game mode and into the moment where joy can emerge. Cultivating joy enters after gratefulness is woven into life. This happens as we evolve and take on tough challenges by making hard choices. We can become battle strong as we age. In the 21st century, the one thing people don't seem to cultivate is armor against the video game brain exacerbating negative feed loops. We have a choice what we feed ourselves visually, what we take in from reports, and how we react to visceral stories. Do we keep searching for more negative confirmation? To thrive, we must walk away from anything that feeds the video game brain stories we know will bring us down. Depression multiplies when we allow ourselves to be drawn to what we know from experience harms us. Tools to change this habit include knowing what makes you feel good, discipline to reject bathing in negativity that feels familiar, but what we know is dispiriting. The mind is where we are set free. It's where we envision the future and learn to shut down negative feed loops. It takes, oh, it takes loads of discipline to live a healthy, happy life. Not discipline like what makes us go to the gym or run or whatever. Discipline to know what hurts us and to walk away from negative stimuli. If a friend decides to go do heroin, you don't tag along to watch. If you feel depressed when listening, listening to climate change statistics, stop following this the thread that is giving you truthful information but is making you feel depressed. Decide to give your time instead to climate projects because let's face it, we all know the earth is gasping for air. I was part of Al Gore's team in way back in 2000. Negative confirmation isn't going to help me change the reality on climate. It won't you either. Find purpose without drowning yourself in negative stories about worst-case scenarios. Do what you can do where you are with the resources you have is a famous, often quoted statement. The most important thing in life is living Make choices that bolster your confidence. Infuse yourself with self-love. Give yourself a hug every night when you get into bed. And above all else, get to know the difference between your mind and your video game 
brain. It makes a difference when you discipline yourself to only accept what makes your emotions soar and your energy fly. We all have weak moments when fear slips in. We will read about negative things. We will be surprised by negative, I don't know, lightning strikes in our life when someone leaves us and we weren't prepared. Keep affirmations handy. Write in a journal. Empowerment begins with faith in yourself. But if you're drowning in emotions you can't process, reach out and get help. Here's a quote from a Yahoo report about one famous person who had suicidal thoughts every day. Quote, My biggest enemy is her. What did you do? You can't go to the grocery store now. It's always about you. All the time it's about you and your outfits. Look at your outfits. End quote. This is from Lady Gaga. The only buttress I can recommend is following the thread of what you love to do, what fascinates you, and what you love to explore when no one is watching. Hold tight to this and enjoy what makes you happy. I'm Taylor Marsh, and you've been listening to Astro Soul Lightning. Thanks for listening. Until next time.